wish to attract higher levels of good health, personal and interpersonal relationships, and a deeper connection with spirit, you've tuned in at the right time and to the right place. This is Awakened Hearts with Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. In our program, we'll provide intuitive readings, insight, and guidance to help you connect with spirit and experience more from life. Now, here are your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. Welcome, everyone. We are thrilled that you have joined us here today. We are your hosts, Rebecca Campbell and Boyd Campbell. And you are listening to Awakened Hearts on the Seventh Wave channel of Voice America Talk Radio. You can contact us by email hello at sundrahealing.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, add us on Google Plus, and of course, you can visit our website, sundrahealing.com. We have two incredible guests here with us today. We have Justin Patrick Pierce and London Angel Winters. And Justin and London are the co-founders of Metaphysical Fitness. This is an online fitness company and they specialize in body, mind and spirit training. Uh, Both Justin and London are certified master trainers, uh, NASM there, I guess maybe they can fill us in on what that means exactly. They have decades of experience working in the body and they've married this expertise uh, with a decade of study in the esoteric arts, including a deep focus in sexual yoga. They offer weekly in-person classes, they have online programs, training with the divine feminine and the masculine embodiments, and they are with us today, and we are talking, I I guess, about the yoga of intimacy. So, welcome, Justin and London. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. It's truly our pleasure. If you could just, for a moment, um, share with our guests how they can reach you. What's the best way for them to reach you? The best way to reach us right now is to visit our website at metaphysicalfitness.com. And London also has her own website at londonangelwinters.com. And both those places you could find our online offerings as well as our live events. Okay, wonderful. Wonderful. So this topic is... um, Super interesting. I've been looking forward to this show. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe um, maybe before we get into specific questions, if you could just give a little bit of an overview of, of what it is that you do at Metaphysical Fitness and, and what, what people can expect. We really combine the worlds of the esoteric with the completely practical, physical aspects of caring for your body. And what we do is one of the core places we've been working with clients for a long time that keeps coming up is relationship and intimacy, love. So as we learn to develop our own bodies, to care for ourselves, there's a way that we can care for our body that we become the embodiment of consciousness or the embodiment of presence and love for the sake of our relationship, to create a deeper moment of connection with our partner. And you can start, once you learn this, you can learn how to build your body, to sit, to breathe, to connect with your partner in such a way that creates deeper love in your life. So we really combine the physical aspects of training with this yoga of intimacy, how your body mind can be a gift to making more love in your life. Mm. Mm, Beautiful. 
So could you tell us how simple changes in the body can affect uh, a person's experience of intimacy? Yes. So it really differs depending on which role in intimacy you're playing. And as you know, great intimacy is made up through a combination of two people offering each other something. So I'll speak for the women. Um, As a woman, if you train your body regularly to be in flow, you know, when a woman is connected to love light, she just naturally begins to move. She's like, what I like to say to my women is become seaweed in the ocean. You know, you can just feel the world around you and you just begin to move with it. And this is actually a beautiful offering to a masculine presence. It creates an opposite effect that is, um, it adds like a charge to the moment. So you can go to the gym and do a certain workout to create more flow in your body. Just like a man can go to the gym and create a certain workout to create more structure And when structure meets flow, that's where sparks happen. Hmm. I love the seaweed analogy. That's absolutely perfect. It's a really good one. And I think women can feel that in their body. And that's the key is the embodiment. So a lot of times when we get into relationship, we've been trained to think of relationship from the mind, whether it was, you know, a history of agreements, like you do this and then I do this, or therapy, when you say this, I feel this. And we can really start to relate to each other from the mind and all of the energies in the head, kind of meeting of the minds, so to speak. And that's very valuable to create workability and function. But when you're getting into the yoga, now you're dropping down into the body. And when you drop down into the body with certain intentional embodiments, it creates things way beyond the cognitive. Like what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just elaborate yeah, a little bit example. more. On that. Yeah, yeah. please. <laughs> so when we do these intimate practices, um, the masculine embodiment is structure, is groundedness, is presence and stillness. And that will polarize the feminine essence or the feminine qualities in the partner, as London was describing the flow, the seaweed, the love light. So when we drop into our bodies and allow our bodies to do the talking and we drop the mind out of it, suddenly we can create very deep moments of intimacy in a a moment. And anyone can do this. It just depends on how your body is showing up. It's bringing consciousness to how your body's showing up in that moment. And that's where we make love from. So we start with how do you, how does a man and woman do that to create the deepest moment of polarity and then have them show up in that moment and then play with love from that place through the body. And one thing that's so powerful about the body is the body, A, it doesn't lie and it's always in the right now. So when you begin to relate to each other from body to body, energetically in the flow that is between you and you begin to awaken your awareness of these things, it puts the couple right back into the right now. And that right now is probably what you felt in the first date. And you can feel it again eight years later by just dropping away the stories of past and future and relating to each other right now. So it's a lot about being very present with what you're doing, sounds like too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, so can you can you elaborate a little bit more on the uh, polarity and why it is so important um, to the flow of intis- intimacy? That's a great question, and it's I wouldn't say it's important as much as it is fundamental. It's always naturally occurring. Uh, we're always polarizing those around us either into a state of resonance where we get along as friends or business partners or a state of polarity where one is the structure guiding the moment, penetrating the moment, uh, creating the groundedness, directiveness, and the other is surrendering to that. And that's the fundamental relationship between masculine and feminine. Now, when we choose to want a moment of intimacy or deeper intimacy in our lives, the masculine partner gives the feminine presence, gives the feminine breath, stillness, structure. And the feminine in that moment relinquishes their own structure and guidance for the sake of surrendering to that deeper masculine for the sake of love. And that's where the yoga comes in is we're all complete people. We're all masculine and feminine, every single one of us. And as we develop more and more, that becomes more true in our culture. Women have all the same masculine capacities, if not more so than men in this uh, day and age. I don't know if you've heard this, but statistically, women under the age of 30 are now, there's more doctors, more lawyers that are women. They're earning more money. So their masculine capacities have really stepped to a new level. So women are full spectrum and men, you know, we're also working on increasing our full spectrum, the full embodiment of masculine and feminine. And what we ask in our practices is, are you willing to relinquish your own masculine, your ability to guide for the sake of a deeper love? And that's really where we start to step into these new roles where I'm embodying my masculine qualities for the sake of deeper love for her. She's embodying her feminine qualities for the sake of deeper love with me. And that's the starting point. And then we talk about how to actually do that in the body. That sounds hmm. very interesting. Yeah. And and would this be, is this the, the postural effects? Is that what relates to... Um, being able to create this, as you say, how to do this in the body? Yes. So moving into the practical with this, um, I'll start with just a simple analogy of magnets. A great way to think about polarity is when you have two of the same, they repel. And when you have two of the opposite, they can be very powerfully coming together. So if a woman is holding a lot of structure in her body and she stands in front of a man who's holding a lot of structure in his body, you're going to have two of the same. And there might be good rapport and um, even friendship, great, even heart open connection. But on the sort of sparks level, there's a little bit of a repelling because there's a little bit of either meeting as friends or competing. When you intentionally do opposites, you're working in the laws of physics for that attraction. So if a woman practices finding her flow, her authentic, natural flow, and she's really resting in that certain energy that is the feminine embodiment, 
She stands in front of structure, and what do you have? You have opposites. And naturally, it's really cool in our live events how naturally you find yourself feeling charged with someone that you would have never expected. And what's so beautiful about this work is we move way past the surface into the deep levels of human compassion and love and truly gifting of each other. Hmm. I have a lot more questions, but we are <laughs> going to take a break for a moment. Um, we're going to go to a break and we're going to see everybody back here on the other side of two minutes. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience to create a powerful and effective modality of healing. Each session is unique, tailored to your individual needs, and can be done in person or from any distance. Are you searching for your purpose, soul path, soulmate, or healing for mind, body, and spirit? Are you seeking relief from anxiety, depression, chronic illness, fatigue, or codependency? Book a healing session or receive a free email consultation today. Visit the services page at sundrahealing.com. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience and their twin flame connection to create powerful, transformational journeys through their classes, workshops, special events, and retreats. Join Rebecca and Boyd on your journey to deepen your connection with spirit and access divine intelligence. This allows healing, creates miracles, and manifests a life of joy and abundance in alignment with your highest good. Visit the classes page of sunderhealing.com and register today. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sunderhealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We have two wonderful guests with us today, Justin Patrick Pierce and London Angel Winters uh, from Metaphysical Fitness, and we are talking about the yoga of intimacy. And my next question, (laughs) as we're talking about the feminine and the masculine energies and the training that you do in working with people, uh, is the training different from the feminine to the masculine energies? Absolutely. Um, One of the core fundamentals about working with the masculine and feminine is that the masculine is often inspired and driven by challenge. So when you challenge the masculine, say, I challenge you to do this or push an edge in the masculine, it it creates the impulse to move forward, to achieve, to, to cultivate that next step. When working with the feminine, the feminine actually responds mostly to praise And that's how you bring out more of the feminine qualities in a person. So just at that fundamental level, you can start to see how the men would be trained and conditioned in a group and how the women would be trained and conditioned. Um, So the men are pressed, driven. It's it's very purpose-oriented work. 
And in that, the physical element of how we train men is groundedness, power, presence. So the practices look like still meditation, deep, uh, deep breathing, um, powerful, forceful breathing, and weightlifting, anything explosive from push-ups to body squats to power lifts, heavy weights, all of those are actually going to release testosterone, human growth hormone, and create a kind of single-pointedness and consciousness um, that really starts to cultivate the quality of presence, structure, and groundedness. And you can look at two men and see who's more grounded and who's more present. Like anyone can do this. Um, anyone on the street, you look at two men, who's more grounded and who's more present than the other man. And we do this all the time in our workshops. And you can just look at the man and say, oh, he's more grounded, more present, and ultimately more trustable to a feminine looking for a partner. And he hasn't said anything. You don't know his personality, his background. But in that moment, that is true. So what we could do in that moment is give any man adjustments on how he can stand, how he can breathe a different way, what he can do with his eyes in a moment that would immediately shift how present and grounded he is. And suddenly in that moment, he becomes the more attractive mate. So we're constantly working on refining these qualities in all of the practices and work that we do. So I'll have London explain what the feminine practices look like so you can hear the contrast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So in the feminine, if we're looking for seaweed, we work with the women on dropping back into their natural flow. So we look at where our life has put us into masculine structure, which is very valuable when we're at work. And this is the concept I like to call energetic agility. You go to work and you put on structure and you do a good job at your job and you gift your job that ability. But when you're looking for a moment with your man or your partner when you come home and you want to embody the feminine embodiment, you're looking to release the adhesions of structure. You're looking to drop back into your body, into the feeling body where you can actually feel your body again. A lot of women come home from work very numb. And a simple practice for them is to just get back into feeling in any way that is good for them. Maybe they just take a bath. Maybe they dance to music. Maybe they connect into their heart. But it's for the feminine, it's about what connects you back into your flow. What opens your body and makes you actually available for love? Because if you have a very tight, tight, tight body, very wound up and your heart is closed and your solar plexus is collapsed and there's so much tension, you can't feel anything. So he might meet you, offer you deep breath and powerful presence, and only about 10% of it's even going to reach you because you're not, you're dense, you're numb, you know? If you do a practice to come back into flow, come back into that feeling body, come back into your sort of seaweed effect of the moment, and then he meets you with powerful presence. Wow. What is possible in that moment? How much more can you receive the practice he's giving you? And I just touched on the key word of the feminine practices, being able to receive. Yeah. And I, as a woman, I really identify with what you're saying because, um, 
it is uh, learning how to change, like you say, change that uh, energy that that we're in all day and, um, you know, shutting your mind off so that you're present in the moment with what's happening rather than thinking about, you know, what needs to be done mm-hmm. <laughs> later. <laughs> exactly. uh, yeah. And, and of course, when we're present is when, you know, you experience the most intimacy. So the suggestions, I guess you, you both made suggestions on how, you know, what the physical things are that each one can do. So you touched with the feminine and the masculine. Um, now, but yoga, neither one of you talked about using yoga as a way to uh, get into the space that we need to be. And is that something that's valuable? Yes, that's insanely valuable. And one thing we can consider, imagine you're sitting in your chair right now and your shoulders are rolled forward, your solar plexus is collapsed, your spine is arced, so your breath is shallow. Um, and maybe you're hunched over a computer like that or in a chair like that or in a car like that. So feel what that feels like in your body. When you sit that way hours upon hours upon hours for years, you begin to diminish the depth of your breath. You diminish the openness of your heart and solar plexus, the front surfaces of your body. Mm -hmm. So imagine that person sitting there in front of you and looking at you in that posture. And just, you you can imagine the quality that you'd feel. Now imagine someone who does yoga every day or works out to strengthen their back muscles, their shoulders are pulled back, their heart, their solar plexus, the whole front surface of their body is open. They're breathing deeply into their body. And then they're giving you a look from that. They're connecting or speaking to you from that place. So you can imagine this, but if you did it in person right now, and what this is what we do in our workshops, you'll feel that difference dramatically. And one of those will inspire illuminate you, draw you in. And the other one will kind of say, hmm, well, you might be a nice person, but there's nothing happening in my lower body for you. So when we do Mm. sexual yoga, it's can we create those vibrations, the sexual essence between two bodies and a body that is front surface open, heart open, solar plexus open, deep breath down the front for both men and women is far more attractive because you're life force is on display vulnerably for the person in front of you. It doesn't get much sexier than that. And having a practice like yoga to literally stretch your chest, to open your lats, to strengthen your back, and to continue opening that front surface of your body will ultimately make you a more attractive being. And it's relaxing deeper into that openness that's always on display. It's a very physiological thing. Um, And it happens, our attraction happens without any words being exchanged sometimes. You just step in the presence of someone and you feel that fullness in their body and you go, "Mm, what is that? And it starts there. So, that spark London described when on a first date, you can have that. And that's what we live. We can have that eight years later in our relationship because we understand those dynamics. So we do our practices to strengthen the back, to open the front surface, to breathe deeply, her to flow, me to be structure, give presence. And suddenly in any moment you can have that 
just based on your physiology. So you can either sit hunched over for hours and hours a day, or you could spend time strengthening and reversing the collapsed spine so you're open. And that's where the yoga comes in. That's where the daily practice comes in so that you can be that being when you need to be that being most. There's another important piece here um, is, you know, have you heard the saying, it's not what you do, it's how you do. So I could go to a power yoga class and I could have ambition to become more flexible and I could grunt and grind my way through that whole class, paying attention to the precision of every pose and my extension on my reach. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm grunting through that class to achieve something. I'm not going to end up in my feminine energy. Hmm. You know, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to end up in my feminine energy I could, I could even go lift weights and end up in my feminine energy if I'm connecting to how good my body feels doing anything and how much I love life and remembering my heart and the vulnerability of my heart and, and feeling past my wounds and feeling past the structures of my life. So it's also important to know you can almost do anything. And if you're doing it, from the flow and finding your own flow, you'll arrive at that place of gifting in that moment of intimacy later. Mm, that makes complete sense. Um, Boyd is feverishly writing here, so I'm going <laughs> to let him ask a question. <laughs> All right. So I'm wondering um, you know, how, how quickly, uh, if, if people are going to be involved in this, um, how quickly do uh, do they um, experience changes in their um, in themselves? Also, one of the things that's coming up for me is if this is only um, one person in the relationship that is uh, accomplishing this uh, reconnection to themselves. Uh, what do you see happening in a relationship if one is and one is not open? Can you? There's a little bit of um, information on that. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful question. Um, So the way we've been taught is sexual yoga can be looked at from three different stages. And in the first stage of being, it's about me. What can I get? And we do things for ourselves because I want to get this. I'm going to do this for me. And, and we see that in relationships often. They want to do something. Then they expect something from their partner or they rely on something from their partner. That's a first stage relationship. In a second stage relationship, that's when we start coming to terms. It's like a therapy relationship. It's, hey, well, I know you want me to do this for you, so I'll do this and you do this for me. And then, you know, we'll get along. So it's it's about getting along and sharing feelings and doing things for one another. But you do it for me, I'll do it for you. In the third stage of this art form, and this is coming to your question, what if you're the only person in the relationship doing the work? In the third stage is you are embodying your deepest expression of conscious presence for your intimate partner, for them, whether or not they're giving you what you want in return. So the ultimate practice is how deeply can I love them unconditionally? How present can I be with them? How can I give them my best practice to love them open? And sometimes that inspires the other partner to open to that next divine level. We create a deeper intimacy. 
And sometimes that person's not ready to go there with you. Sometimes a partner does evolve past their partner and is ready for something new. But the disposition to always feel for is this is a gift for them, whether or not you're getting anything in return. And that's the only way to practice the yoga. If you're doing it in a way where you're doing any of this to get something from someone, we've diminished the quality of the transmission we're reaching for. Nice. Mm, Absolutely. Uh, On that note, we're going to go to our next break. And so we will see everybody back here in two minutes. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience and their twin flame connection to create powerful, transformational journeys through their classes, workshops, special events, and retreats. Join Rebecca and Boyd on your journey to deepen your connection with spirit and access divine intelligence. This allows healing, creates miracles, and manifests a life of joy and abundance in alignment with your highest good. Visit the classes page of sunderhealing.com and register today. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience to create a powerful and effective modality of healing. Each session is unique, tailored to your individual needs, and can be done in person or from any distance. Are you searching for your purpose, soul path, soulmate, or healing for mind, body, and spirit? Are you seeking relief from anxiety, depression, chronic illness, fatigue, or codependency? Book a healing session or receive a free email consultation today. Visit the services page at sundrahealing.com Be visionary This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel You are listening to Awakened Hearts To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We have Justin Patrick Pierce and London Angel Winters here with us today. They are the co-founders of Metaphysical Fitness, and we've been talking about the yoga of intimacy, and Boyd, I think you had, Boyd's been writing all kinds of questions here, so yeah, this is this is fascinating, uh, fascinating yeah, topic. For sure. Um, there's another, uh, in, in one of your um, descriptions of what you do here, you talk about um, an overlooked um, aspect of embodiment of love and the impact that that has. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yes. Um, so that's kind of what I was pointing to earlier about the difference between being in your head or being in your body. So mm-hmm. if you can feel right now, if you think, just think about your past relationship. And what that does, it kind of tightens you up. It gets you into the story. It gets you into this uh, sort of like what we like to say, the rat brain, you know, the one that makes the body tense and rigid and past and future based. Um, I'm sure your listeners are very, you know, attuned to how powerful the moment is. Mm-hmm. Then, right? Then, so you're, you're not in the moment when you're thinking about it. When 
you drop into your body around your past relationship and just tune in right now to your heart. You feel the natural opening that comes from being in the moment and being connected to that open heart, being connected to no story, but what's happening right now. So when we do this together in relationship through the mundane day to day, I mean, we all know relationship is a toll because we have to work out who takes out the trash and we have hurts that happen. You know, he does something and my heart collapses and I can sit at the rest of that lunch collapsing further into my story about anything that that related to for me in the past, even before him. And my solar plexus can close and my breath can shallow and I can just be like spinning out in my head. Or in that moment, I can go, oops, there I am doing that thing. What is the yoga right now? Well, the yoga would be to drop into my body to maybe open my posture just a little bit, maybe roll my shoulders back and recognize I can show him my heart and I won't get hurt. This is not a story from the past. This is a moment right now. And as I relax into my body in that moment, relax into the softening of my heart and my availability to the moment in my authentic flow, even if it's to say something like, ouch, you know, and he goes, ouch and you say oh hi and he's back and now you share a breath together you can see how a couple can do this yoga and it happens all day long I mean it's so beautiful when you're practicing Mm -hmm. because you meet in the kitchen and instead of just immediately saying did you get the milk you know (laughs) (laughs) you go hi and you feel Wow, these are two bodies standing together. And when two bodies serve each other in the moment, it's, it literally is that flow of energy, of love, of one heart meeting another, that flow of polarity, of the sexual polarity that can happen when we actually land in two opposite bodies. So the, this is where, you know, as you know, we really respect the work of David Data, and he really is into the art of the moment. What kind of art can we make? And that points to, Boyd, your question earlier that Justin answered so well about the three stages of relationship is, as David Data defines the third stage, that's where you become interested in creating art more than working out the endless stories, more than just constantly trying to balm the wound. You go, okay, I have this wound, how can I just make art out of this? Yeah. Out of the fact that so much becomes possible for she and he when they're showing up in the moment ready to make art. Mm, that's beautiful. Mm. So also, just for, for our listeners, um, can when you're talking here, you're talking, you know, the um, what my yoga, what what the what um, my yoga is. Can you just uh, maybe explain a little bit what the meaning of yoga is for the people who are not aware of that? It's mm. a great question. Um, you know, as as we've been taught, I kind of describe the first, second, and third stage. Um, in the second stage, we call that the therapy stage, where again, it's that relationship. Okay. Um, 
what do you need? Okay, I hear you. All right, I'll do this for you. You do this for me. So it's a coming to terms. It's a very business-oriented way of being. In the third stage, it's an entirely yogic way of being. So yes, the physical body is involved with that yoga, but so is the psycho-emotional body. So is the spiritual body because I'm stretching myself into a posture or position for your sake. So I'd rather be hunched over and feeling slovenly and not give you the presence you deserve. It's more, it's easier. It's more comfortable. That's why no one really does it because it's so much work. But, but the yoga, if you, if you want to practice love yogically is to say, okay, I feel that I'm tired and that's a stretch for me. So physically I'm going to open my body and give that display to her because I'm making art out of this moment. Now the, other part of that that's not the physical but the more psycho-emotional is what London was just talking about and so a lot of women do this work they think it's all about well how do I just be love in the moment and not feel my authentic feeling but that's not true what London's describing is her wound her hurt or her pain in the moment is a gift and her yoga is to allow that authentic hurt to show through her body as best she can. And that is the art of the moment. So she's not pretending she's not hurt. She's not suppressing those bad feelings and pretending she's love in that moment. Her gift, her art, her yoga in the moment is turning that pain into a, here's my authentic heart in this moment. And ow, it hurts. Ow. Or tears or anger. Any one of those can be love if they're done with consciousness, with presence. Mm. All of those, if they're done unconsciously, they are abusive. Mm. But when you bring conscious presence to those expressions and vulnerably share the truth of your burning, aching heart with your partner, that's art. That's where it starts. And that's where we often work with most of our clients is in that domain, the feminine giving that authentic hurt and the masculine learning how to breathe that, how to be present with that, how to love that. And when you have two people committed to that, practicing that, that moment is transcendent. And the next moment after that is even more so because something relaxes in both partners and there's more availability for deeper love. And then you just go into the next moment and then it comes up again. You hurt me. You didn't give me enough presence. You said this, you did this. And you're just dancing with one another in the authenticity of what's real for both of you while giving one another full presence. And also doing it for the sake of the other. So if he does something that hurts my heart, that has way more to do with what happened to me on the playground, I'm working with that in a way where I'm landing in the moment. I'm opening my body in the moment and I'm moment to moment with him. And that's another, you asked a lot about feminine practice. For me, the yoga of feminine practice is trying to get myself as current to the moment as possible. Just to give you an example, sometimes my practice looks like crying for an hour just to take care of all of the past garbage sitting on top of my body in a moment so that when I see my man in the kitchen that morning, I am a tuning fork to exactly what he is bringing right then. And my flow 
is directly related to that moment. Honestly, if I could give you one takeaway for the feminine practice, it is how much can you be the seaweed of that exact moment? And we have, we have tender hearts. Like we have all sorts of things that have hurt for years. And how do we land in a moment right now willing to be vulnerable? I mean, I, I personally think I will study this, practice this and do this. And I still won't feel like I got anywhere when I'm on my deathbed because it is such an art. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a lot. It's a, it's a huge, um, it's a huge undertaking, I think. And I think people feel like that. So it's to start just with the small things and in the moment, if you can focus on in this moment, you know, what can I do and, and how can I be rather than getting overwhelmed by, um, you know, looking at the big picture and, and trying to change everything all at once. True. Absolutely. So when, how long does it take um, when, you, when you're practicing this um, to feel a difference inside? It's immediate. I mean, we it teach, is. oh, yeah, we teach uh, what we call co-ed practice where um, it's a very tight, safe container. And you can practice some of these basic principles uh, in a very sort of like non-threatening, G, rated G way with other people. And we will have people come having never heard of any of this before. And within 20 minutes of the first practice, they have a whole new experience of what it is to feel deep, deep intimacy with another human being. The kind of intimacy that nourishes the soul on a level that nothing else can. Wow, yeah. that's beautiful. At our, at our last co-ed um we had one woman who was brand new and she'd only done one class with us and she came back in and she said you know i only did one class with you guys and my life has changed dramatically guys wouldn't even look at me and now i've been asked out more than a handful of times just since i last seen you and mm. and she realized that it was just she, whatever she was doing with her body was not showing her authentic truth of who she was. There was <laughs> some reason she wasn't flowing as the love light she is. She was constricted or just not there, unaware. Mm -hmm. All we did was make her aware of her truth. And that's what this is. She's becoming aware of her truth so she could flow in the moment. And suddenly her experience of the world changes and the way the world responds to her changes dramatically. Wow. It's yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm just, as you're talking here, I'm just getting this image of um, almost like somebody taking off an illusionary mask in front of them and actually showing who they really are underneath that. Exactly. This work, some people will approach this work and think it's a facade. We're trying to get men to stand ways that they don't normally stand, get women to move ways they don't normally move. So at first, it's like playing an instrument. You need to learn the scales, and you're going to be pretty crummy when you learn the A chord, <laughs> the G chord, and D chord. It takes a little while. That flexibility. So you, you have to fake it till it becomes, over time, suddenly now you're a musician and you're improvising in the moment playing chords. That's the process. So at first... It's going to feel like faking something to a lot of people. But the overall objective is that 
you're going to be an artist authentically expressing your heart in a moment and not limited by which chords you do and don't know. You'll be able to make art out of any emotion, any moment in your life because you've played the chords, gone through the process. Your body becomes an instrument for love. And what we usually find is the places where we cannot embody. So let's say somebody said, what if you tried doing this and it feels very unreachable to you? Usually there's like some decision that was made a long time ago. For example, if I um, flow in the moment, I'm going to get hurt. And what you find is you're running into that protection mechanism saying, don't do it. So when Justin's talking about playing A chord and B chord and C chord, the real value of doing those chords is to just see, wow, do I have access to all of these aspects of embodiment? And if I don't, is that something, like, is that part of my physical makeup? Or is that actually something that happened to me a long time ago and I'd already forgotten about it and I'm hiding that part of myself not even realizing it and it's affecting my presentation and he mentioned this woman whose life changed after one class she just stopped hiding and when we stop hiding everyone can see how utterly radiant we are man or woman you know you begin giving your full connection to the all that is in the way that is true for you and you're you're larger than life you know, and you're, you've, everyone just, wow, what's going on over there? And that goes back to, Boyd, your question from quite a while ago about the difference between, or why body embodiment is so important, and the difference between the mind and the body and what's possible when we begin training the body to match the life we want to have. Mm, very nice. Mm, and on that note, <laughs> we are going to go to our very last break. And we will see everyone back here in two minutes. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience to create a powerful and effective modality of healing. Each session is unique, tailored to your individual needs, and can be done in person or from any distance. Are you searching for your purpose, soul path, soulmate, or healing for mind, body, and spirit? Are you seeking relief from anxiety, depression, chronic illness, fatigue, or codependency? Book a healing session or receive a free email consultation today. Visit the services page at sundrahealing.com. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience and their twin flame connection to create powerful, transformational journeys through their classes, workshops, special events, and retreats. Join Rebecca and Boyd on your journey to deepen your connection with spirit and access divine intelligence. This allows healing, creates miracles, and manifests a life of joy and abundance in alignment with your highest good. Visit the classes page of sunderhealing.com and register today. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. 
To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We are here today with Justin Patrick Pierce and London Angel Winters from Med metaphysicalfitness.com and we're talking about the yoga of intimacy and and we've been talking about the embodiments of the masculine and the feminine and what i'm wondering is how this uh how this works or correlates into same sex relationships Mm, i'm really glad you asked that because a lot of people have that question and it is uh it's a great question When we say man, woman, we don't actually mean based on your gender and what, you know, like sort of like what you were, if we were to define, to define the energies based on gender, we would be so off because we have such a range. We're talking about masculine embodiment, feminine embodiment. And so in a same sex relationship, if you're falling into doing the same thing, You might have like great friendship. Let's say it's a lesbian relationship and both women are really flowing in their feminine. There'll be a lot. It's like water meets water. There'll be a lot of friendship. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. A lot of love and open heart, but you may not want to rip each other's clothes off. Well, if you're kind of like, okay, enough of the companion model, let's have some hot comeback. All that has to happen is one of the women decides to embody the masculine And the other one stays flowing in the feminine. And you will see, I promise you, sparks back. Again, in a a male-male relationship, same thing. One partner could naturally go into the feminine. One partner holds the structure and the direction. The other one surrenders to that. Sparks fly. But even in um, man-woman relationship, these aren't fixed things. You know, sometimes I will, I'm very good at taking on the masculine. It's where I teach from many times, right? I will give that as a gift to Justin when he needs a break. And therefore we're just constantly dancing and all we're doing is dancing in polarity, not so much gender, if that makes sense. Mm, Absolutely. It does. It does. And this would be the energetic agility, I guess that, uh, I think you referred to that, not in the show, but. Yes, we call it energetic agility because I like to teach my women energetic agility, particularly because we have so many things on us as women these days, right? We go to work and we have to really perform and have focus and be directed and all of these masculine qualities, these masculine embodiments. And then, as I said earlier, we might want to be ravished when we get home. And so it's time to turn off that masculine so we're not competing with him and we move into feminine, but the, the concept of energetic agility, as I see it, is almost like Kobe Bryant on the basketball court. He pivots right, he pivots left. You know, he can do both with equal mastery, and I train my women to be able to do both and to be able to be intentional. So it's when you're just falling into an embodiment based on the you know, circumstances of your life and you don't even know what embodiment you're in. It's having all of these effects and you don't even know why, what, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
once you start getting clear and you start training yourself in the agility and you know, okay, this is what my masculine feels like. This is what my feminine feels like. This is how I know to transition between the two. Oh my gosh. Now you're at choice and now you can truly create the life you want based on the intentional embodiment of the moment. And you can do this whether you're in a same sex relationship or opposite sex. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, good. <laughs> that was a mouthful. I'm glad it landed. <laughs> um, we just wanted, I wanted you to share, uh, because you both talk about the people that you work with. So you do work in person uh, in L.A., right, in California is where you're located. Correct. But do you also, you also do online stuff? That's correct, yes. We have online, uh, we do phone series, um, and in-person workshops, and sometimes workshops around the country as well. Okay, awesome. And is there anything coming up that you would like to announce or share with our guests? Uh, Yes, September 5th, I'm starting a new uh, phone series, and it's on our website, metaphysicalfitness.com, and it's called The Divine Feminine. So if you're interested in being supported in these practices and really learning a little bit more about what it looks like to fall into that flow. I'm offering a call series where I do two hours of guided practice. So basically you get your yoga mat out, you're at home, you dial in and you're guided from home. And we do this because people all over the world want this work. And so we want to give people the opportunity to be led in it, to just sink into it. Absolutely. Because it, although it's, I think, simple at its core, Um, it can seem, you know, overwhelming, I I think, and where to start. So that's awesome. And that would be starting then next Monday. Yeah, next Monday. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very cool. So yeah, everybody who can tune into that, I'm interested in that myself. So, um, okay, awesome. And that brings us to the end of the show. So we want to thank you so much for being with us today. It's been wonderful. Uh, our listeners can contact you through your website, metaphysicalfitness.com. Uh, truly wish you so much success uh, in everything that you're doing. And thank you for sharing uh, and bringing this to the world. Yeah, it was very enlightening. Thank you very much, you guys. Thank, thank you, you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and you have all been listening to Awakened Hearts. Next week, September 5th, is a holiday in Canada, so we'll be playing an encore presentation of our distance healing show. And the Monday after that, we will have Neil Kramer on the show, uh, a philosopher in spirituality, mysticism, and metaphysics, so don't miss those. Um, And we also have Essential Oils coming up on September 1st and Reiki Level 1 on September 10th. Thank you for joining us today, and from our hearts to yours, namaste. namaste. Thank you for tuning in this week to Awakened Hearts. Please join your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell, again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until our next show, have an enlightened week.